Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning, and thanks for joining us on Real Presence Live. We're hosting today from the Pastoral Center in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm your co-host, Teresa Curley, along with Stephanie Roush, your other co-host. And we're just excited to be with you today. It's a beautiful August day, uh, the Feast of St. Clair of Assisi, which is exciting because that ties in to one of our guests later on in the show. Uh, We have a great show lined up for you today. First, we're going to be speaking with Nicole Wellington and Rhonda Kelsey about a mission trip that they just got back from in Guatemala. And then we have Sister Claire from the Capacity. I can't say that word. Capuchin. Thank you. (laughs) Sisters of Nazareth. And just a lot of great guests. Um, But to start, as we start all things, let's begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Dear Jesus, we praise you, we glorify you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for letting us be instruments of evangelization. Dear Lord, Please fill this day with your light and life. Bless all our listeners, all our guests. And whatever spark you want to come from us being here, please make that grow. Mother Mary, wrap your mantle around us today as we pray. Hail Mary, full Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Clair of Assisi. Pray for us. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Well, we have two great guests in the studio. Thanks so much for joining us, ladies. Yeah, thank thank you for the invitation. Sure. Um, Could you introduce yourselves and just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'll go first. Um, My name is Rhonda Kelsey. I am married to my husband, Keith. We have three children six grandsons and we're just blessed with our first granddaughter almost four months ago oh congratulations i work for saint michael been there this is my 20th year wow and what's your position at saint michael um right now i am the youth and activities director okay awesome awesome and nicole um so my name is nicole i was it's always hard to introduce myself because i'm i don't have grandkids Um, but I was born and raised in Las Vegas, and um, I guess South Dakota just kind of stole my heart about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I live here, and about a year ago I started working at St. Michael in youth ministry. Um, and I have to let everybody know all the time, I have a rabbit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and her rabbit's pretty awesome, even though I may or may not be terrified of it. <laughs> he's really sweet. <laughs> and he's an 11-pound rabbit, so he's pretty big. He's hefty. Yeah. He is hefty. But, yeah, but very handsome for a rabbit. He is. He's super sweet. <laughs> well, ladies, uh, we have you on today to talk about a mission trip that St. Michael's goes on and just the work they do in Guatemala. And Rhonda, you were on the show pretty recently to tell us about the organization Love is the Mission. And um, for the listeners who may have missed that, could you just kind of recap what that organization is? Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Love is the Mission was born um, re- really a long time ago with um, Monsignor Doyle and Father Chuck when they started the parish. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Serve the people of God was in their mission statement. Mm-hmm. And so St. Michael is known for, for doing that. <clears throat> and in 2018, well, actually in 2017, some students that had been on a recent mission trip in um, Wisconsin came back just on fire wanting to do something more. And so uh, we decided we would go to Guatemala. And when we walked into the village the first time, the love that was between us and the people there was something that was not from us. It, it was definitely something that was was from God. Um, and so coming back from that trip, we really were like just discerning what to do next there because we knew that um, we had to go back, we had to continue this relationship. And so... Love is the mission comes from 1 John 4:19 which says we love because God first loved us. And so that was the only explanation that we had for what we were feeling when we returned in in 2018. And so here we are uh 4 years later wow. continuing this relationship. That is so beautiful. Like it's not just a one and done thing. It's like you come home and spread the word and you don't leave those people. Like you have an yes. authentic relationship, authentic community with them. Yes, and that came from um James, you know, the Bible verse from James that kept speaking to me when I was leaving is you you cannot go and say keep warm and well fed without providing for the needs of the people. And um yes. So we we go back twice a year now. That's awesome. Okay, so you just got back. Um, Could you give us just a recap of what that was like? Uh, And I'll let Nicole do that one. Okay. Um, It was my first mission trip going, so you can only, I think, know what to expect by what to say. But at the end of the day, God really is just indescribable. Mm -hmm. So when you go, I would say the recap um, of everything that we do, we can say, yes, we do these things. Yet at the same time, what really occurs is this exchange of love between all of us that have gone and the people and the children in the village. And it's really what, what is done is, is this, this love in the eyes of the people. Um, the kids have joy, have smiles, like they're excited to see you. Um, they, they're, they're nonstop. Like they see you, they want to be by your side. And the adults, uh, when they come around, when we're, when we were visiting um, their homes, you can just see in their eyes, like, that is what is done. Like, this love, this gratitude, um, this... It's it, it, very difficult to explain, but I would say that is what is done. Um, that is the purpose, um, very much as the title of the mission, Love is the Mission. Very much the purpose and what occurs in exchange of love. Now, I would say, like, logistically what happens is, yes, we did a few food distribution in the morning because people want want tangible items. So we did a food distribution in the morning, and then in the afternoon we do um, a VBS with the children. And this time around we actually took the younger kids to a museum. Usually I'm told that there's one trip, but this time we took the younger kids to a museum, gave them all different colored T-shirts, so that way we had our groups and could organize them and recognize who we were. Um, and then we took the older kids to a soccer camp and, um, the, all of the older kids, they came out lined up and they actually had tennis shoes on, no, um, no Crocs, no sandals, um, but tennis shoes, some pants, some jeans, some, some like workout shorts, I guess. And, um, 
But we had brought them um, clothing and cleats and shin guards and soccers. Yeah. I mean, and um, shin guards. And when um, they saw those, the entire mood changed. It went from this hesitant, um, hesitant excitement to, I don't know what's going to happen, to, wow, look what we get to do. Yeah. Um, and so, again, that excitement can only be experienced. It can't really be described necessarily. Mm-hmm. But from, I wish I took a before and after picture because the, the, the hesitantly excitement went from that to, I can't wait to get there. Look what I have. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just add that even that, um, little thing that we plan to do came from a, a place of love. So, uh, we have two girls that have been going since 2018. They go on every trip. Um, at that time they were young college girls and now they're working women out in the, the workforce here. But, um, they really desired to continue the connection with the older kids who had kind of graduated from the school, so they're not coming to vacation Bible school anymore. Um, so they wanted to continue this relationship with them. So we said, okay, well, let, what do they love? What do what do they like to do in soccer? Soccer is that universal love language, <laughs> especially in those countries. Yeah. And um, those two girls sat on the sidelines as, um, you know, just with so much joy. And one of them said to the other, with tears in their eyes, I think this is what it feels like to be a parent. Mm. Watching those kids play the the game that they loved um, with the proper equipment. Normally when we go to the village, they are playing on the uh, cement and the first time we came in, they were playing with avocados and wow. in Crocs, you know, so just having that was was a, a beautiful blessing. Folks, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with Nicole Wellington and Rhonda Kelsey about the organization Love is the Mission and their experience on mission in Guatemala. And uh, if you don't mind, I'd just like to take a quick step back. Uh, could you describe what the poverty in Guatemala, like the community you visit, what is that like? Um, yeah, I had been told, you know, when we go that there was, um, I think they listed like three needs and they said potable water, transportation, and the need for the gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, so coming in, I was, um, (laughs) I, I added like 20 things to that list, you know, just driving in and, um, but really... (laughs) Um, so the potable water was the the biggest thing and that's what really brought us back because we could not understand that concept that they don't have good clean drinking water their Mm -hmm. children were sick because of this and so that was our first doing was um, getting a water plant done there and now they have good clean drinking water but yeah the poverty is way beyond um, what I I had ever imagined Um, a lot of no electricity in a lot of homes. Um, what their homes are based out of, are based from, is tin. Mm-hmm. And they own their tin, but they don't necessarily own the land that the tin is on, so they can be asked to move it, move at any time. Wow. And so then they just pick up their tin and they build another structure somewhere else. Oh, that's incredible. Like, just mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. You walk into, and I've been invited into a a tin home, and and what there is is like 
depending on how many family you know, how many family members live in there, but bed, 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 and that's about it. The sink would be just a bucket or something outside. There might be a um, you know something to cook on outside. Um, so that's some of them. Now some of them in the village do own their land, um, and they might have a like a brick structure, may have electricity, may have. Um, an actual sewage toilet in there, but most of them do mm. not. And sorry, just to yeah. add, add to that, I think the hardest part for me is to know um, and, and just to see when you go through the door to what would be their home, we step into something that might be tile, that might be carpet, that might be linoleum, something different. Mm. They go from dirt, they cross that threshold of the door into dirt. And so it's not like there's this comfort of let me go inside, let me wash my hands, let me be clean, let me be comfortable. It goes from dirt to dirt. And that part is the hardest thing for me because I like to take my shoes off and be comfortable. <laughs> but. Yeah. So speaking of this poverty, um, and just before you guys were talking about like this exchange of love and like coming and being with these kids and just like the joy that they have, I... Uh, I guess I'd be curious of how does it affect the missionaries or your group of kids or the people that go on mission? Um, well, I can tell you what Gracie said. And Gracie said this time that she realized um, you don't need a lot of things to, to live with joy and with love. <laughs> and, and that was that is, I think, our biggest takeaway. That um, we, we say that they're in poverty, but they are so rich in joy and in love that... Um, I think sometimes we're the we're the ones in poverty here in the United States. Isn't that interesting? Like it you is. go to mission to these people, and it's really them oh, who yeah. are ministering to you. It's it is an exchange. It is it authentic is an relationship. Uh, well, folks, we need to take a quick break. But when we get back, um, I just like to dive in to how. So you have this incredible experience, like the mountaintop experience, mm-hmm. but you're back from mission. How do you keep that flame alive? Um, so if you'll stay with us over the break. We will be we will be right back. <laughs> Stay with us. There's more Real Presence live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, 
please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley along with Stephanie Roush. And we're hosting from the Pastoral Center of the Catholic Diocese of Sioux Falls in South Dakota. And before the break, we were chatting with Nicole Wellington and Rhonda Kelsey about Love is the Mission and their experiences in Guatemala, um, just serving the poor and playing with the kids and just building authentic community and relationship. Uh, And before the break, and a little bit over the break too, because the best conversations tend to happen in our short (laughs) two-minute break, Um, but we were speaking about how you come from this mountaintop experience of just embracing poverty and entering into someone else's life, someone else's story. Um, but then you come back from that and, you know, we're like grumpy because we can't find our cell phone chargers or when we stop and get gas, like all these like little luxuries that we don't even really realize are luxuries. So how do you keep the spirit of a mission alive when you come back from that? The one thing that we always tell our people is that um, our experiences are meant to be shared. So, and that's how the mission grows is by coming back and, and sharing your experience, telling your stories, telling about uh, putting a, a name and a face together with your pictures um, to share. Um, and then the other thing that just came to mind was um, Deacon John Devlin, who has been on the trip um, a few times now. Uh, once a week, he takes a cold shower. Wow. Because in Guatemala, you may have hot water where we stay, but you may not. Um, mm-hmm. And but what a luxury that is when you come back if you have not had it. And so he, he wants to remind himself. Uh, once a week, taking a cold shower. I have not done that. That, that is a hard one. That would be yeah. very difficult for me. Yeah. So. I, I'm, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, something for me, I think, is to remember when we're playing with the children and such. Um, There's a little boy with me every. I met him the first day, mm-hmm. and um, the first day of the vacation Bible school, and then after that, all, I, I couldn't actually remember his name, unfortunately. And so then the next day, all day long, he would come up to me and say, "Nicole," oh. and. Um, and then he, later on, I did get his name that afternoon from somebody else, and and so then I would say his name in return. And there were a couple other people too who just had great, um, like these the youth, the kids, they chose you, mm-hmm. and and so to remember that, like in them choosing you, it's kind of a little element of I would say God um, choosing us too. And so it's God choosing us through these children. So when we remember. Um, the little Nicole, 
It's like, not only is it that little boy that is calling me, but it's God through that little boy calling me. So then it keeps, I mean, like my faith alive. It keeps me connected to the Lord, which then reminds me about this little boy, um, which then connects me even more so to the trip and to that exchange of love to know that um, it's greater than what we can see. I love that. It really is like a reminder of like the universal church and like we are a part of the body of Christ and it's one body. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So, and I guess like kind of practically speaking, um, so like, because there's a bunch of different dimensions to this. It's as Nicole was referring to, like kind of the spiritual dimension of like how that's God speaking to her through the little boy. But kind of practically speaking, like, when is the next trip? And, like, are other people invited? How do they get involved? Yes, next trip is actually going to be New Year's Eve. Really? Yes. What we're a way to begin the year. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Um, I've been told that, like, what you do on New Year's is how you'll spend the rest of your, your year, right? Yeah. So we are going to um, fly in on New Year's Eve. I'm already looking at uh, flights and um, have hotel rooms reserved for New Year's Eve so that we can at least um, celebrate a little bit of New Year's Eve. Um but then on Sunday, which is uh, January 1st this year, will be our community celebration. So when we come that first day, we just invite the whole community in and um, have some sort of celebration. This time we had pizza and cupcakes and played games with well, the kids. Fun. And um, yeah, so New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yes. And do you have a website? We do. Uh, and so it's very cumbersome, so I never say it. But if you just go to the St. Michael Parish website, and, and that's very cumbersome as well. So if you just Google St. Michael Parish, um, go to the website there in Sioux Falls. And if you c- click on Grow, um, Love is the Mission site is right there. So, yes. Awesome. And, and we invite anybody um, to go alone. You have to be, at least be a junior in high school and have gone on some away trip before. And that's just for that, that comfort level of that person. Um, we, we want you to have experienced that before here in the United States, before we take you off to the, the foreign, foreign country. Um, other than that, uh, college-age students are invited to come uh, Younger kids with parents can go. So we did have that this year. We had um, two moms and two daughters that went with us, and that was a very good experience. Both of these young ladies had been um, adopted. One was even part Guatemalan, so that was a great experience for her. She got to meet some of her family while she was there. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. It was incredible. Yep. So, yeah. But... We invite, yeah, any and all to, to come join us and be part of Love is the Mission. A lot of questions I get asked is, you know, I don't speak the language, and I just ask, do you speak love? Mm. Yeah. Do you, yeah, soccer, soccer, if you can <laughs> kick a ball. Um, I, I no longer play out there with them because, yeah, just because. <laughs> Nicole, on the other hand, played so much soccer this past time so this is true i did play a lot of soccer i think i forgot how to play and so then once you got back out there i'm like wow this hurts your legs (laughs) i forgot how to run this much yeah i would be in trouble because i can't remember the last time i played soccer yeah so in the courtyard of the school like i said it's just cement and it's it's not very big but then when we got to the big fields on that friday i think a lot of our people were (laughs) 
well, quite tired. Yeah. We only have a couple minutes left, but is there anything else that you want to share, like or, a story or just kind of a takeaway from the trip or an encouragement for our listeners? You might want to be doing something similar, no, maybe not necessarily in Guatemala, maybe, I don't know, in Africa or just in their parish community. Like, Sure, yeah. I would just say, you know, that serve the people of God, the mission statement from St. Michael Parish. Um, we we serve in our church, we serve in our city, and then um, go to where God is sending you to go. And that was um, really how we got sent to Guatemala. I know that Playa de Oro was picked for us. Um, and if anybody wants to know how to get started in their own mission, I would certainly be willing to share some information with them um but yeah just go where god sends you and and be open to what he wants to do with you every trip of ours is built on um the gifts of the people that we take so if we're taking guys that want to do a construction something we can do that you know this time like i said we were we do the food distribution because that is something that um we have on the ground there that they do monthly for us a food distribution um, out of our water treatment center. But so that and then the soccer and the VBS because of the people we took. So. Okay. And I think I would say if something is on your heart, don't hesitate. If there's something that you want to do or, um, or if there's an opportunity in front of you, uh, without hesitation, just, just say yes and be confident that um, it will be a positive change. But be open to what the Lord has in store. Yeah, so, I've heard that um, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, you have about three seconds to respond to that. Otherwise, your rational mind tries to take, talk you out of it. So if that's on your heart, just do it. Do it. That's the Lord speaking to you. Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, ladies. Uh, this is really inspiring for me and I'm sure for many of our other listeners. All right, so we sign you up. <laughs> oh, so it's New Year's. New Year's Eve. New Year's, New Year's Eve. We probably have time off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> make it work. Yes. Let, me, let me pray about that. And see okay, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be on the spot. Seconds. I love it. Yeah. Three seconds. <laughs> um, right. But that would be two. an awesome experience. Yes, it would. Thank you. Really well, thanks yeah. so much. Yes, Nicole and thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, Steph. Well, that was awesome. We did it. <laughs> um, yeah, so our next guest is going to be Sister Claire of the Capuchin Sisters of Nazareth. And I think this is just kind of neat how it ties in. We're speaking of one sort of poverty uh, and the people who live it, like that is their life. And then the people who choose it for the sake of the kingdom. Um, so I'm really excited for this. It's Feast of St. Clair of Assisi, so it kind of all ties in well. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and on the other side, we have more Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. I'm Stephanie Roche. And thanks for listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be back right after this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? 
Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. We appreciate all the support our eye care clinic has received over the past year. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, vision therapy services, contact lenses, and glasses. Lumen Vision is located across the street from Saints Anne and Joachim Parish in South Fargo. We accept a variety of vision and medical insurance plans. To schedule an appointment online, our website is www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. For centuries, healthcare has been central to the healing ministry of the church. Today's technologies offer exciting possibilities, but also serious moral questions. More than ever, we need healthcare leaders who serve with integrity and conviction. The University of Mary answers the call to prepare leaders anchored in moral courage in a breathtaking range of programs from bioethics to nursing. Visit catholicprofessional.life. 